0: You're listening to Spoilers Alerts with Tom Capone, and this is a very special episode of the Oceanside High School Soccer Reunion Podcast, featuring Leon Rosenberg, Tony Higgins, and my dad, Tony Capone. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hello, Tony, Tony, and Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we're able to put this together. Uh, Guys, just just let everybody know where you're calling from. Mm -hmm. Tony, you're calling from? I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. And Leon?
1: I'm calling from my home in Cherry Hill, New Jersey.
0: And I'm sitting in the dining room of the, the house I grew up in on night Street and Oceanside with my dad. So we're all together here for episode I well. 11. I know it well. <laughs> yeah. So Leon, uh, this was really your idea of, of trying to get us all together. So let me turn this over to you and let's get started.
1: Um, okay, so I had done some hypnosis work in my practice and one day I got an invitation from the Harvard alumni club, come to uh, Princeton, see the hockey game, meet Ted Donando, the Harvard head hockey coach. And um, so normally Friday night I don't go out. It's the beginning of the Sabbath, but I said, let's go. We went. And um, so all these guys really knew the Harvard hockey team and the players. And they were asking, the alumni were asking loads of questions about the team. And that was Donando's second year coaching he said he didn't inherit guys he never knew who was going to show up for a game sometimes they played well sometimes not and uh, he said they could really use the sports psychologist so I'm picking raising my hand up my wife trying to pull my hand down I said I, I said so he said what he said I, I said I could do that do What? I could be the I could be the team psychologist psychiatrist so that was in uh, early November I didn't hear from them for like three months and that year I started commuting uh, taking the Chinatown bus and up, up to Harvard was like every other weekend working with them and start to learn more about sports hypnosis. Uh, that, that year they won the ECAC. They beat Cornell for the first time in seven years and I worked for them for about five years. So it, it's really my sweet spot I think between psychiatry and general knowledge and and sports. So I love doing this. So um, when with this whole thing going on I thought this would be a great way to entertain and, and teach the whole team about that they could all be play their best game in their heads, in their mind, at the same time, and that's what I wanted to do with Tony, uh, since he's a willing volunteer to get him to remember that great play with two minutes to go in regulation time against Longwood. If we we do this, and then um, at least he'll have a great more better visualize exactly what happened that day with your help your dad's help my help and obviously tony's help and i, I think that all the team will see how how much fun this is to do maybe uh, tony wants uh jerry wants me to give a five-minute speech maybe instead i can hypnotize the whole uh
0: reunion <laughs> let's see how this goes yeah Depend, right, right. That's depending on how, how much
2: everybody drinks it might be <laughs> too
0: hard it yeah, may right. only Where,
1: take two minutes where's jerry right now is he sitting there or is he at home?
0: Who's that? Oh, Jerry! Yeah. Oh,
1: Jerry's at, in
0: Delaware, right? Okay. Oh, Jerry! Jerry's waiting patiently to hear the finished product. Okay. <laughs> so we're, we're we're good to go here on Oceanside.
1: <clears> okay. <throat> oh, so all Tony. So all hypnosis is focused concentration. So I'm gonna get you to remember what you saw, what you heard, what you felt, what you thought, <clears throat> how people saw you. You get your remember. So I have a mentor who's a stage hypnotist. I'm not, I can't do that stuff. I'm I'm not really interested in it or it's beyond my expertise. But this is, so mainly I used hypnosis. So what I was so specifically the first year I went to Harvard, I hypnotized Donato who had played for the Olympics and 11 years in the NHL. I got him and the other two coaches to remember the best game they ever had. There were tears coming out of these guys' eyes in front of the whole team. It was crazy and then uh and the, so we I worked with them remembering how they played great. I thought that you needed to I never played hockey didn't know much about it, so I figured to get them to remember playing great on the on the ice and being relaxing on the bench mm-hmm. and um in the second year, I got them to remember a time they felt great when I came back and and one of the guys says, boy, that's relaxing. So I realized you could, the two are fused together. Remembering what you, how well you did, you're in the zone feeling great is very relaxing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if I, even if I, I use um, like Atlantic city, I'll hypnotize seven-year-old kids, eight-year-old kids and who are having trouble um, with whatever, and i will get them to remember a time they played great basketball. And it, I really get good results with this. So I thought that's what we'd do tonight. Give it a shot. And um, so it's an eyes-closed technique. I'm doing, I'm doing all the talking, Tony. I'm doing the talking. Tom's <laughs> going to help me out. You know, we, we worked on a script for this. Uh, I've been working on this for a couple of minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: a couple of hours, let's see.
2: Oh, okay.
0: All right. yeah. feel be- I feel you better. Feel- <laughs> <laughs> you feel better, right? I, just, I, was, I a, connect. How about hours
1: and hours and hours? Um, so, you know, you're not talking at all. You're just going to remember, just going to take about 10 minutes, I guess. Um, that's that's the story. That's it. Tom, do you have any questions?
0: We're, we're good here on Oceanside. Tony, do you have any questions?
2: No, I, I guess... Um... One one sort of underlying question would be, are you are you trying to solve a problem that you know exists or uncover a problem that is somehow through the, for example, the hockey team that you're you're working with? Uh. They're not demonstrating the proper or appropriate activity. They're not getting enough result. The coach isn't happy. And that's the problem he's trying to resolve through your hypnosis or with me. Um, obviously, obviously, it's not a problem per se, mm. but it's a it's a um, it's a matter of trying to recall something that happened so long. It did happen. I was there. We witnessed it. Um, right. Our, our recollection of it is such that it's it's murky, and and we're trying to clarify and clear away all of the the detritus and all that's built mm. up over the years. Is that? I mean, I'm no, to... no. So with the
1: hockey team, my my objective would be to get them. Uh, it, it wasn't really uncovering, it was more a matter of, okay, guys, take yourself to a time and place you felt great about yourself with a, a specific play, a specific game, a specific moment.
3: Mm-hmm. And, is,
1: and, and, and isn't it interesting how every single one of you can have your best game at the same moment right here right now. Mm-hmm. And then so, and with you, it's just going to be as well as you can to remember okay. that play, but by throwing in... Um, specific certain specific memories that we were already talked about you know i got i got jerry's memory and tom capone's memory his dad memory just sort of getting you to yes and so i'm not going to say you this is exactly how it happened i get you i'm a little vague so you if it was this yeah. or that you just um can visualize and experience that play which interestingly only i think only you Tom Capone, Tony his dad, Jerry, and I are the main ones remembering that.
2: Right? Tom Brodsky, my brother Andy Tom Brodsky never... seems to Tom Brodsky said he the only thing he remembered about the game
0: was okay. that play.
1: But my we brother Andy he had no he had no he didn't even couldn't even didn't know about the play. So some people hey guys, maybe guys, can
0: I can I just say something? Yeah. yeah. It's getting very close to my father's bedtime, okay <laughs> Let me just also
2: say this, Leon, that when yeah. you get a chance, please go up to Brown and help them because they're desperate <laughs> In know, all sports.
1: yeah so yeah, so if, if, i I'd love to get a professional gig too so, the, so whatever you in oh, and, and what, fact, what do
2: you want me to do
3: oh so
1: you're gonna I'm just gonna tell you to roll your eyes up to the top of your head and slowly close so you you you, you with your eyes open, you look straight up to the ceiling like you, yep. head in a comfortable position, then you slowly close your eyes. It's an eyes closed technique. Just sit yourself comfortably. Right. By the way, Patrick Turk, who's now the the Oceanside High School varsity coach, she said I can come and hypnotize the Oceanside team. <laughs> so I'm going to try may, to.
2: They may need it too. I I'm going to try
1: to work on that. <laughs> and and I had an interview uh, sort of with the Philadelphia Flyers one time. I went there, and it was late in the season. They said, and the uh, different GM said no. And then every once in a while, I hear from them, and then one of us gets busy or occupied, so...
0: I I think the New York Giants could use you, Leon. I mean, well, well, let's
1: see if this works. Let's see, you know.
0: Okay. All right. I'll send them a note.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, in fact, um, Bobby Shaw, it was a big shot in the union. He knew, I think, the Yankees GM and was trying to get me in there when he was working with the, uh, some iron workers, or some construction union. Anyway, okay. you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So you're sitting comfortably and- So you're not, holding, you're not holding onto the phone, right? Correct. Okay, okay. Tony, roll your eyes up to the top of your head and slowly close your eyes. Let your eyeballs relax. Be aware of the position of your hands and feet, arms and legs, head and neck, chest and shoulders. Be aware of the nearby sounds and distant sounds. And take yourself back 50 years to Oceanside, Tony. Getting ready for the championship game or to Adelphi University. On the field, Tony. With two to three minutes to go. Take time to orient yourself, Tony, to reorient yourself to the surroundings, reorient yourself to Adelphi University, transporting yourself from Dallas, Texas, or wherever you happen to be as you listen to this podcast live or recorded. Take your time, Tony. Take your time. The score is zero, zero. Nil, nil. You're playing fullback. I was a halfback and so was Jerry Capone. And you are about to accomplish one of the plays in your highlight reel, Tony and Jerry Capone's father and brother, and Jerry and I and Tom Brodsky remember it well. Each perhaps remembering it differently and each remembering it well. And that's what makes this interesting and exciting and unique Tony. Each time you remember it may be slightly different or the same, either way is fine, either way is great.
2: For me it's always the same. It's always the same. Okay. I'm coming from left well, side, I'm just below midfield. I'm on our defensive side of the field. I can okay. recall I can recall Steve Backus. I don't know exactly how it happened. There was a skirmish on the right side. So the opposite side from where I was. Okay.
1: So would so take yourself back to that game. A starting sophomore five foot eight, hundred forty pounds of muscle, perhaps <laughs> wearing number thirty. If the program from that day is correct.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Look around you, Tony. In that time and place. See your teammates on the field, Billy Happ behind you, Steve Backus, and Al Weedon alongside of you. Mm-hmm. Chris Collins, Jerry, and myself, Mm -hmm. just in front of you. And Andy Collins, Andy Rosenberg, Sal Schiffelidi, and Gary Statham on the front line. Mm -hmm. Take time, Tony. Perhaps you can see Coach Wright on the sideline and the rest of the players on the bench, including your longtime teammates, Roddy and Warren Kaplan, brought up from the JV to join the team. To join you, to join us. Take yourself back to the field, Tony. To your job as a starting OHS fullback, playing in that championship game.
0: My dad and I were standing in Garden City, on the sidelines, at Adelphi University. Oceanside was defending the goal to our left, Longwood, the goal to our right, with regulation time winding down in this scoreless, hard-played Long Island Soccer Championship game, the Sellers had the ball in the Longwood half of the field. With under two minutes, the ball came back across midfield at the feet of Al Whedon and Steve Backus and some Longwood player when...
4: All of a sudden, the ball was at the feet of Kenny Robinson, Longwood's leading scorer.
1: And perhaps no one could describe it better than you, Tony. Better than you. As your breathing starts to quicken with that memory and your heart begins to race, remembering, hearing, seeing, feeling, smelling, tasting, and thinking of that 50-yard dash that is about to come, that 50-yard dash that was critical to victory, that 50-yard dash that is vivid in our memory and in yours.
3: Ken Robinson picked up the ball. The center forward for Longwood picked up the ball just behind where Al was and he was uh, he made a quick dash. He had a good burst of speed, two or three yard burst ahead of Al and moved quickly down the middle of the field. I was on the as say, on the uh, opposite side there. And all I could sense at that moment was the instinct to take off after this guy because he was on the bike line.
0: Robinson, a 31-goal scoring, highly talented forward, highly talented athlete, started on his journey to destiny with only Billy Happ between him and an Oceanside High School defeat. The Cinderella team from Suffolk was on the verge of their ultimate victory.
4: A a Long Island Soccer Championship victory
0: for the Longwood High School Varsity Lions. Robinson began his sprint with an open and undefended field ahead of him. It was just him and the ball. He began his sprint from the center of the field, a direct line to Billy Hap, and the Oceanside goal that Billy was defending.
4: How far would Robinson go before he launched the shot? What was Billy Hap going to do?
0: We needed a miracle. What was Tony thinking, if he was thinking at all? And, um, you
3: don't know, think about it. At that moment, you just stop. Stop everything. We're going to take me a move. It's total
0: instinct. Would Robson try to walk it all the way in? Would he shoot with his left foot? Would he shoot with his right? Would he stop before the penalty area and shoot? Stop within the penalty area and let it fly? Shoot from inside the penalty line after faking one way and then the next?
4: Billy Hap was defending.
0: Yet, confidence was in the air. On both sides of the field... Along with players knew their forward. He was not going to fumble this dribble. He was talented. He was fast. He was their star. Robinson was looking good. Robinson was alone, all alone, when suddenly, from the far side of the field, Tony Higgins emerged in pursuit of Robinson. Tony in pursuit of the ball. Robinson in pursuit of a goal.
4: Tony in pursuit of a place in history. Robinson, in
0: pursuit of destiny. Tony, in pursuit of an,
4: that's my
0: boy. (laughs) Tony, in pursuit at midfield, you do the math. Robinson had a 40-yard run to the top of the penalty area. Tony was 50 yards from the top of the penalty area. Robinson, on a direct path, on a downhill path to the Oceanside goal, he had tilted the turf. Tony, on the diagonal.
1: Tony. Tony, on the hypotenuse. A three, four, five right triangle. A 30-yard, 40-yard, 50-yard right yes. triangle. Tony starting off 30 yards to the right of Robinson. 30 yards away from the ball. Robinson 40 yards from the penalty area. Tony, you were 50 yards from the top of that penalty area. I, um, I
3: put my head down and started running. Now, it turned out I had an angle on him because I was coming from the sideline, or closer to the sideline, he was straight down in the middle. And of course, a dribbling player was always going to be half a step slower than someone not dribbling. Although he was skillful, uh, he still had to control the ball and he still had to dribble with it. And he had to be sure he didn't push too far ahead and all that. So uh, that gave me an opportunity to uh, um,
2: cut off the distance. That's exactly Tony, what
1: happened. You were coming from Robinson's he right. The ball.
4: Tony from his left fullback position, running after Robinson for all he was worth.
1: We had faith in Billy Hap. Billy had faith in Tony. We had faith in both.
0: From the far side of the field, Tony continued to move diagonally, quickly approaching the goal. Robinson moving forward deftly, defiantly, deliberately, distinctly, daringly, dauntingly, depressingly, (laughs) dribbling the ball.
4: The race was on.
1: As the Suffolk Sun recorded it, that's Suffolk S-U-N. Of course, S-O-N is mm. spelled A-T-S-A. Tony Higgins, that's a my boy, screamed his mom. While the Suffolk Sun staff <laughs> writer, Mel Damsky, wrote Longwood almost won the game in regulation time when Ken Robinson broke away with one minute and 50 seconds remaining in the fourth. Robinson, Longwood's leading scorer, had a one-on-one break on goalie Bill Happ but an Oceanside mm-hmm. fullback caught him from behind before he could get that shot off. And along with was... press wrote Kenny Robinson, along with center forward, had an opportunity in a breakaway from midfield with less than two minutes in regulation time. He nursed the ball for 40 yards. 40 yards from the penalty error for Robinson. And Higgins, you had 50 yards to go. Tony. Mm-hmm. You headed to where Robinson would be, instinctively predicting, calculating. You headed to where Robinson was heading, because the shortest distance between two points is a straight line and Tony, you knew that line, that point,
2: mm-hmm. that
1: spot to which he was taking you.
2: That was where he was
1: heading, where he was heading, full speed ahead. Your mission, should you choose it, and choose it you did, Tony, was to get there before the shot was launched. Get there and save this game. Get there and save the team. Get there and save the championship. Get there and save your teammates. Get there, Tony. Get there. Running, breathing, moving, sprinting. Heart racing. Heart in your throat. Hearts in our throats. Pythagorean law, Tony. The Ubiquitous three, four, five right triangle. 35 yards to go to Robson and 44 for you, Tony. Still nine yards ahead of you and counting. But gaining with each mm-hmm. try, Tony. Run. Tony, run. 30 yards to go for Robinson and 37.5 for you, Tony. It was a race that I knew you would win, Tony. I knew you would win. Speed, determination, and perseverance. I knew you would win. Run, Tony, run. 25 yards for Robinson and 31 yards, nine inches for you, Tony. Tony, you had cut his lead to under seven yards. Run, Tony, run. 20 yards for Robinson and, Tony, 25 for you. Feel the speed, feel Mm -hmm. the wind, feel the turf, hear your breathing, hear the wind. Hear the crowd. Hear those voices in your head. Hear your mom's voice. Hear your dad's voice. Hear Coach Wright's voice. Hear your own voice. One mission. One goal. No goal for Robinson. No goal for Longwood. Run, Tony. Run. 20 yards for Robinson and 25 for you, Tony. Each of you were halfway there. Halfway there, Robinson had gone 20 of his 40 yards. If you guessed right, Tony, if Robinson guessed left, if Robinson shot right or wrong or not at all, Tony, you could do it. You could make that happen. You could save Billy Hop frozen at the six-yard line. You could save the team. You could save the game, run, Mm -hmm. Tony, run 15 yards for Robinson. The top of the penalty area is 18.75 left for you, Tony. 10 yards for Robinson, 12.5 for you, Tony. Anthony Higgins, that's that's my boy. Time was running Mm -hmm. out for Robinson. Distance was running out for Robinson. Speed was running out Mm -hmm. for Robinson. Five yards for Robinson and 6.25 for Tony. Just a one-yard just over one yard from stopping him, Tony. Two strides and walking. Only one stride in the full run. And...
2: I caught him. That's what happened. I caught him. I came from oh, that oh, angle. I stopped this, from that I angle.
3: Just about, we were just about the top of the circle. Um, we, we essentially collided over the ball. I didn't touch him, fortunately, and he didn't even touch me. But There was no... no called on foul or anything like that and inside it was outside of the penalty box but we basically tripped over the ball together. I stuck my
1: foot in front of the ball. Yes you did Tony you stuck your foot in front of the ball. Tony you were fully running only running running to keep us alive and keep us alive you did you were on the job. Both teams had scoring chances during regulation but could not capitalize at the newspaper. Open quote, Kenny Robertson, Longwood center forward, had an opportunity to breakaway shot from midfield with less than two minutes in regulation time. But after he had nursed the ball for 40 yards, the ocean like fullback scored up to him and deflected his shot. Close quote. Open quote, Kenny Robinson, Longwood center forward, had an opportunity to breakaway from midfield with less than two minutes in regulation time. But after he had nursed the ball for 40 yards, the ocean like fullback Tony Higgins caught up to him and prevented him from shooting the ball. Higgins stalked Robinson, snuck up on him, and prevented the Suffolk star from shooting. Oshad went on to victory. Tony, you saved the game. You really made the team that day. Open quote, Kenny Robinson, Longwood center forward, had an opportunity on a breakaway shot from midfield with less than two minutes in regulation time. But after he had nursed the ball for 40 yards, the Oshad fullback Tony Higgins scored up to him and stopped him from shooting the ball. A vision that those who witnessed it will always remember a visual that I will always remember. See yourself, Tony, as I saw you, as the Capone saw you, as others saw you, as Brosky saw you. You grew in stature that day, Tony. You grew in confidence that day. You grew in history that day. You grew in strength that day. Thanks for the effort, Tony, as you take time to breathe. Thanks for that stop. Thanks for your action. Tony, catch your breath. Hmm. Take your time to catch your breath. 50-yard dash. Total time lapse under six seconds. So give yourself at least 30 seconds of clock time. Catch your breath now, Tony. If you'd like, rewind, relax, refresh. If you'd like, put yourself back to the middle of the field, ready yourself any you want to take that run again. Ready yourself, Tony, to t- save the goal again. Ready yourself, Tony, to save the game again. Ready yourself, Tony, to be in that zone again, to step up whenever someone is needed to step up. To to paraphrase what Artie Sillman said about this team, you and your teammates, then and now, we make the most of every situation. We made the most of every situation. And we thank you for doing that 50 years ago and every day since then. So, Tony, when you are ready, Take yourself back to midfield. Take some slow breaths. as you slow down your breathing. Slow down your heart rate. Bring yourself back to the 21st century. <laughs> but ready any time to make a move on Robinson and everyone and anyone scoring against your team. The 1968 Long Island Championship sailors from now to forever. Thanks, Tony, for being a member of the Oceanside High School Sailor Long Island Championship team. Take time now, Tony, to keep that memory in mind, to keep that feeling in mind. As you open your eyes now, Tony, we all know that you are a great champion, Tony, a great teammate, a great guy, a great human being. Open your eyes, Tony, while maintaining this feeling of greatness and let us know. How great do
2: you feel now? I'm a little humbled and a little embarrassed that this play has gotten so much attention, but the fact is these things happen on a, on a on a on a split second, and there's no way to predict what you would do under those circumstances. You may be a hero, but it doesn't mean that you planned it. It just happened. I, I always envisioned myself being in military and wondering what I would do under fire. I, only, I never had the chance to serve, but I had that moment in time. It's nothing like comparison. I don't mean to belittle the comparison, but at the same moment, when you're doing that, you're running. The only thing you're thinking about is stopping the other guy. There's no in-between. There's no danger. There's no red light. There's just stop. And that's all I knew. I, I had I saw no other blue shirt. I saw only this guy. And I saw Billy Hap out of the corner of my eye. And that's all I saw. And I just kept running until, as you say, I cut off that angle to the point where he and I arrived at the right point at the right moment. And we were fortunate. And it stopped. And that's how it went. We still had to win. But at least they didn't defeat us in regulation.
1: All right, so... The, so... It's interesting. I think a lot about altruism and uh, helping others and I just, last week thought about this whole idea of um, in military people, if in the military somebody saves a life, they're a hero. If you do too much in the real world, somebody thinks you're very pathological doing for others too much you know? so it's interesting in terms of my, my patients I see that, but was that any different from the, did you feel it differently from your regular remembering it or was it
2: no, I did. Absolutely. I, I could, I pictured myself a little bit more closely on the field because what I tried to remember and what this helped me now is the very moment of the explosion. In other words, when the ball burst into, into air from the right side into the middle and Robinson picked it up, that's all I can recall. I don't remember who it was. Was it Al or Steve? Obviously one of us, one of the three of us in the backfield. But it wasn't me because I was on the other side. And when that play happened, it just, it, it just happened in a burst. And this guy was so quick to pick up the ball, and obviously he, was, he had the instinct too. He turned and, and started for the goal. And um, he was, you know, as you say, he was that, that many yards ahead, and all I could do was cut off the angle. And, and as, as I said before, dribbling the ball takes a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, that the runner, the straight runner without the ball doesn't have to do so you 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 have that advantage but you know you're always limited by how much space there is and we just happen to have enough space for me to catch him that's all <laughs> billy billy was also cutting off the angle and that made him think i think the guy was about to move left and have a shot but but before he could do that i uh I blocked so,
3: the ball yeah, so, was, we so all hypnosis
2: really
1: self-hypnosis i'm just just a matter of, Facilitating you to, or who, you know, whoever does it to remember a moment in time, and by pulling in the the what you hear, heard, saw, felt, thought, how people yeah. saw you. So that's, you know, um, so that's that's the what it's all about.
2: Well, I'm I appreciate that that those thoughts are are important now. They not, nothing like that flashed through my mind at that moment, but. Certainly, at, uh, in retrospect, it seems like it was, uh, you know, a critical moment. In but the, the military us. is an
1: interesting analogy, because when I I uh, first went in training, uh, psychiatrists, some of the first years were working at the Philadelphia VA. And all these guys were dwelling mm-hmm. on the, pan- you know, thought about they were stuck in Korea. Think about Korea, Vietnam, whatever it was. So you somehow, you'd be... Uh, in a negative way think that dwelling on the past is bad but but sometimes using those memories are really very powerful it's like you have a great vacation never think about it, a great time i mean this is important stuff for the brain that really gets the brain churned up and going in the right direction so it, it's good brain fuel to have this memory and well, everybody has these positive memories to to use them to help them grow and feel better and and be uh, ready any time to step up the way you have to.
2: Well, that that's helpful, very helpful. And uh, bringing, bringing back the moment, you know, to the extent that it can be recreated. As I said before, I know I was there and other people were there, but just how that memory, it's, it's good to re, try to recreate the moment. I mean, I, I didn't have any feelings of grandeur at all. That's, that's right. the difference. Right, You don't, you don't think about it. You can't think about that. There's not a moment, oh, my God, as I'm running, right. wow, I'll be a hero. No. <laughs> just get the right. guy.
0: That's all right. you can think. Tom, what you, you and your dad think? Thoughts from myself here. I'm, I'm thinking that 50 years ago, standing on the sideline with my dad, I was 10 years old, and I can remember the excitement of the play and, and unfolding as quickly as you described it, Leon and, and Tony, and just – being caught up in in the excitement of the play. And now 50 years later, I'm sitting here besides my dad, beside my dad, and and we're experiencing it all over again through your description and um, putting together all of our memories to recreate the play that that just, you know, has been a part of my recollections over the course of the last 50 years. It's a, a, a great experience, and I'm glad that I was a part of it. Dad? Agree, I have a vivid,
4: vivid, vivid memory of it that's implanted in my brain. I can see it almost exactly as it happened. And uh, I'll never forget it. It's been, it's, it's been part of me.
2: <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> that's
1: great. And uh, doing a little geometry there with the 345 right triangle is good.
0: That was, yeah, that I, was, I, I wish I were better at
2: that. <laughs> I were better
0: at math, I'd have caught up to him. By the <laughs> <rather than> well, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> so, Tony, I, I think Leon asked a question before, but let me ask it again. Um, all these years, I, I'm sure at various times, some that uh, you were very intentional in thinking about the player and other times it may have just popped into your head. But of all those times over the last 50 years, this, this opportunity now to, to relive it, to relive that moment, was it much different or was it exactly the same? Was it enhanced by the description that Leon provided for you? How Describe the difference that you felt between the actual event and what we just experienced together. Um, Leon's enhancements, his,
2: his vocalizing of the spirit of the moment I think definitely added a, a broader dimension to the whole event. All you think about at the moment is getting to the guy, but, but at the same moment, there's all those things happening in your head and, and, and Leon's point of trying to recreate a positive moment that we can all then, you know, use to build on, I think is, is definitely a, uh, a, a, a result of this, of this last half hour, because I didn't think of it in those terms. I didn't think of it as something demonstrating who I am or, or what I'm capable of. I just, you know, you don't think of those things at the moment, of course, after the fact you've got time to reflect on it. And then, and I think that's what this is doing is, is, is it's not forcing us, obviously it's, it's helping us to to re- recollect something that is there, buried and bring it out. And then all the good things that come from it, you know, um, that make you feel good because you did it and and help you say,
0: well, you know, I could do it again. I would like to do it again. (laughs)
4: Leon,
0: I'm was. I sorry, Leon, you know, in school, when when kids are trying to uh, reconstruct a a situation that they have found themselves in in, on the playground, when they come in, one of the things that we were, you know, taught to do was to to get the kids to relax, to take a deep breath and to kind of catch their breath and to start, you know, slowly rethinking what took place out there. And I as, as you were talking this whole uh, experience of the play through with Tony I was thinking about that 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 is it's very helpful to try to get people to to have more clarity with their thoughts when they remove the emotion from it and they relax and they catch their breath and I it's a very effective uh, thing to to impart to everybody and I think that this was a perfect example of how we can all walk away with having learned something through this just exercise.
1: Right, so there's a couple of key—not key, but interesting things. So,
0: when you do hypnosis,
1: you, you don't say "try to remember" because uh, she said, "Unfortunately, it's a little complicated to sp- explain on the phone." But trying is like a negative word to try to uh, just do it, as opposed to try to re- re- remember or something. The other thing, when I guess I could, when Tony was inter- sort of interrupting. You know, I I I didn't want to say don't. I should have said I. I should have said, you can either talk or not talk, whichever you prefer to do. I sort of do. I mean, I should have. So you know, I, I said nothing. I because so, you want to just want to go with the. You know, obviously it's harder to do long distance and without a visual. Uh, could have told me
2: to shut yeah, up. Yeah, sure. It wasn't really. It wasn't. Yeah, it
1: wasn't really. So, but the other good point is that you have this now. This recording, you can uh, you know listen to it. Once a month, you know, I don't want to overdo it. You know, but Anytime you want to, you, you, ha- you have it now. And so what I do with patients, I saw a guy on, on Friday um, who I had, I hypnotized to remember playing basketball. I said, I want you to listen to every hour for the weekend. You know, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, call me on Monday, and um, maybe I'll let you go back to school if you're focused and, and doing this. And, and unfortunately, most of these situations, I don't hear from them. I didn't hear from him did I? So, um... I'll be in the in a <laughs> <of> month. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that was, uh, and so, what do you think about us that, that I had the, your your voice there? Um...
2: Yeah, that was <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty cool, right?
0: That's it's good that I gave it to you yeah. early, and recording at a yeah. time. So, two thoughts here. First of all, um, at the beginning of our time together, about 42 or 43 minutes ago. I said this was going to be a very special episode of the uh, Soccer Reunion podcast. And I think this in, indeed was a very special experience and opportunity for us to share the way that we did this evening, that play that brought the championship home to Oceanside 50 years ago. That helped. Bring it home. Right. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing is, uh, I'm wondering um, what Jerry is going to think about this. I know <laughs> that he, he's, he's waiting with bated breath to hear this recording. So I'm, I'm sure he's not going to be disappointed.
1: Yeah, by mistake, I hit the wrong button. There may be like 15 seconds you can edit out if you do that. If not, I don't know if you heard it. I hit the wrong button one point before the last
0: recording. But I, yeah. Uh, I, I okay. okay, great. It's not going to detract from the experience okay. at all. No, I think it's, it's
1: very valuable. Oh, yeah, that was great. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for volunteering. I mean, this is, here's another example. Where you vol- I said, "Let's do it." You said, "Okay, great." You, you stepped up. I mean,
2: I'm a willing. I'm always a willing participant.
1: Yeah. This, so that that's an example. It's a, a metaphor for
2: for what happened. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Up You're for the you. man, Tony. <laughs> well, <thank laughs> you for, yeah. thank you for up. Appreciate well, Tony, thank you, you Leon. listen, you, you know, too, know what? Man. I have to say, also, there was a significant amount of perseverance on Tony's part in trying to get this connection to work. <laughs> it worked, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I and I also want to say
2: I'm so helpful and grateful for Mr. Capone right. because the uh, he was the first one, the first one, believe it or not, since 1968, and I, I only learned this five or six years ago when I first started going to Rehoboth in the summer, he's the first one in the 50 years since who remembered who told me that he remembered the play? Because I I felt it was just totally lost in the in the, uh, the fog of mystery. Nobody knew it. Nobody remembered. All of a sudden, Jerry told me, "Oh, my dad remembers that play yeah, vividly.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, please get it recorded, get it on tape." Yeah. And he sent it to me by a email by a email connection. Well, I I
1: absolutely remember the stop and seeing you run and being you know and she's, Tony's got it, man.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, well, thanks everybody. Thank you, Tom. This thanks. was wonderful. It, was it really was.
1: Take care, guys. Thank good night. We'll Leon see you guys Norman. in a couple of weeks. Thank you. You're good. Okay. Oh, yep. Looking
2: Thank right. you. Bye bye. Thanks again. Good, right. good luck. Thanks, Tim. Bye, bye. bye, bye. Thank you.